Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Hi, this is Serge. Uh, I'm the guitarist of Primitive. Um Evening. Hi. It's great to be chatting to you tonight. Congratulations on your soon-to-be-released album, The Calling. How are the band feeling right now, and what feedback have you had to date from fans and media? The feedback's uh, sort of trickling in now, um, slowly but steadily, but picking up. Um, yeah, it, it's all been great, and um really delighted with it, and... Uh, and, and it's coming coming over from all over the globe. I mean, we, we've had reviews as far as Australia, you know, Germany, Switzerland, Sweden. Um, had people in America asking if we'd come over and play. <laughs> I don't I don't appreciate how hard it is, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's getting off to a good start. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks to your review as well. Um, yeah, it means a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, in terms of how we're feeling now, I mean, uh, making an album, it's, it's very exhausting um, mentally. Uh, it's quite a long process. But um, as soon as we have the finished product and we start getting all the positive feedback, you know, it's, it's a big weight off our shoulders and, and we, you know, it, makes, it makes those months of work uh, worth it. So, yeah. Which two songs would you play me from the new album if I was totally new to Pirati and why? Uh, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, without thinking too much about it, probably the first two songs on the album because uh, we, we we deliberately felt, um, well, we deliberately chose the, the first two songs as the ones that we felt represented the band the most. Um, so that would be Demons Inside, track number, well, technically, technically track number one and track number two, Overdrive. Um, we... Sort of, and made a few albums we sort of realised that you know you've got to put your best stuff right at the beginning um, so the first song Demons Inside it's it's quite progressive it's um, it's got it's quite heavy verse and then it's kind of rock opera chorus it, it's quite out of the box for us um, um, it's, it's about battling addiction and sort of partaking in whatever your vice is and then then being left with nothing um, and yeah it's got it's got all sorts of lights and shade and um, interesting bits, and then the second song, Overdrive, is is just um, straight up heavy metal, um, you know, fast heavy metal. We, we 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 wrote that song as you know, thinking this would be the single. You know, we, we want to write a fast, catchy song, um, you know, to to get people hooked. So, yeah, um, Overdrive and Demons Inside would be the ones I'd recommend to check out.
songs are quite deep, I feel, and like Memories Lost, I'm sort of said in my review, I found that quite meaningful. Was it meant to come over it like that? The lyrical feel? Yeah, it, it, it was. I mean, we, we had two sort of quite, I guess you could say, um, sentimental and sort of, um, you know, sort of philosophical songs. Um, Memories Lost, one of them, uh, Into the Dark was the other. Um, so Memories Lost, um, the lyrical idea came from one of our members who um, lost a relative to um, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's basically about, you know, losing your memory and kind of forgetting the world around you. And, and it's kind of like if, 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 if you don't remember all the good moments in your life anymore and, and, and your close ones, if you don't recognise them, you know, it's kind of worth yeah, living mm-hmm. without those things. Um, yeah, uh, and um, Into the Dark as well, it was, um, yeah, that's a song about, um, yeah, having someone close in your life, someone that's kind of, kind of like your guiding light, um, um, yes, yeah, someone who always sort of always there for you sort of keeps you going but then it's kind of it's about losing that uh, that kind of person in your life so uh, yeah as, as we're getting a bit older we're getting more more serious it's it's not uh, we still have songs about you know rock and roll and partying and, but then you know, then things happen in life and they, mm-hmm. they inspire you as well and make you want to do something mean, meaningful song wise but um, yeah um, thanks for picking up on those how would you compare the calling to all your earlier work? I, I, th- I think it's probably the most out of the box album so far. I mean, um, Line of Fire and uh, Rise Again were um, sort of class- classic primitive, I'd call them, you know, just kind of this melodic power heavy metal, you know, just, you just kind of straight up heavy metal. Um, you know, albums were really proud of them, really chuffed with the songs we came out with. Um, yeah, but they weren't so so much out of the out of the box. It was all, um, yeah, just just meat and potatoes, Teddy metal, and the same with Nightbreeds Insanity. I mean, that's a really special album to us because it's we we had to sort of um, we had to sort of take a year out to rebuild rebuild the band, like because we 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 had some unfortunate stuff happen. So Nightbreeds Insanity is was, was just um, you know a bunch of short, catchy heavy metal songs. Um, you know, just we, we kind of made those songs um, as we were rediscovering the fun side of being in a band because I think that was important. We, 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 we with that album, we were remembering to enjoy being in a band again, and uh, so we were writing quite, quite sort of simple to the point songs. But um, yeah, so calling um, it still has all those classic ingredients, but um, it's got a lot, of, a lot of random um, experimental stuff and. Um, obviously, we, we didn't just check anything, and we, we, we yeah, we, we checked all the ideas work first. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's it, we we just had freedom to try any idea that we wanted. You know, if we wanted synths or if we wanted, you know, like a bass and and drum breakdown where it was, just, you know, just the rhythm section going, showing off, um, you know, symphonic intros. Again, going back to Into the Dark, um, that song is a, a musical journey. <laughs> we, 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 I mean, there's so many key changes and tempo changes and time signature changes, but um, yeah, 
we 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 just had, we just didn't say no to anything. We just someone had an idea. We we took it. And we made it work. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's quite varied. Um, we we also had Scott Miller, our bassist. Um, this is the first album. He's well, he's been in the band sort of two years now, and um, this is his first chance to contribute some music, and, and he didn't. It was uh, Curse of Olympus and Into the Light are his two main contributions. And yeah, they, they they've got some. Um, out, out of the sort of metal box ideas in there, but we packaged it, packaged it up into the primitive sound. So yeah, I think all in all, yeah, it's yeah, it's the most sort of progressive and experimental and yeah, out of the box. I'd say it is an absolutely stunning yeah. album. Your tour and festival plans for 2018. I know you're doing a show with some new wave of British heavy metal bands soon, aren't you? Yeah. So um, the label that we first uh, signed to is. They, they they started off by signing a, um, a bunch of these new wave British metal bands that, that are still still getting still active, um, but then they they've now expanded and they've decided to um, sign you know sign a couple of bands that they feel are sort of you know have, have the potential to um, you know to, to be, be the future of British metal, which we very sort of flattered to be invited to be part of it. Um, so, um, so as our album launch, we're, we're we're doing it as part of this um, weekender at the Camden Underworld, where they've got a few of these older bands, Avengers, Salem, and Desolation Angels. Grim Reaper also is supposed to play, but they ended up going to South America that weekend, and um, and a bunch of these um, you know, new upcoming bands like Seven Sisters, Toledo Steel, Neuron Spoiler, um, Eliminator, that are, that are kind of um, taking that, taking those new album influences and and um, yeah, putting their own sort of young, fresh spin on it. Um, and that's quite cool for us. I mean, we're not a strictly uh, sort of new album band, but yeah, that is a huge part of our sound. I mean, for example, I, 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 I'd personally say Saxon's one of my biggest influences. Um, so yeah, so that, that, that's how we're kicking off the live activity. Um, we're, we're playing as part of that and then uh, and we've got a couple of cities around the UK booked um, just take take the arm out across the country throughout the rest of the year um, playing a festival in Croatia uh, which should be cool first time in Europe in four years um, we've got some Belgian dates to announce first time there but yeah we're currently also um, trying to get into Germany as well um, just been long-term ambition, you know, finally, finally standing, standing on both feet again as a band, and yeah, so um, yeah, expect to see us around all the major UK cities and uh, hopefully in, Ger- in Germany as well and Belgium, Croatia. <laughs> is the hardest thing about being in a band in 2018? There's not really um, a sort of music industry for, for, for our kind of music. I mean, um, and not, not just for us, but I think for any subculture. Um, I think back when people had to buy records, it meant that any kind of music had, had that kind of money in the system, you know. 
um, money coming in, and that could be used to you know build up bands and build up careers and build up the industry. Um, and as a result of that, um, you know, it's yeah, you know, there aren't there's only like a lad, there aren't many ladders left to climb. I mean, a couple of bands get lucky and get get a, a connection, and we certainly had a fantastic booking agent for for a while. Um, but that, that was the only industry connection we got. Um, so, so it's very much DIY. You, you, you just have to fight, um, fight, fight for you know, for, for anything. You have to work really hard. Um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. There's kind of no choice but to, uh, yeah, work your ass off and kind of do it do it organically. Um, but I think because of that it means that the bands that are going today and doing it, you know, they're, they're resilient and they're, they're persistent and they, yeah, and they believe in it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't. They wouldn't last two weeks if they weren't. Um, with, the, with the bands that are still doing it, you know, I think. There could be another movement forming, and you know, as soon as there's a movement, you know, that, that kind of, kind of, um, can can help all the bands um, get some traction. But yeah, I think that's the hardest thing. The fact that, that there aren't really any ladders anymore, like before, you know, you know, back in the 80s, it was just a question of which label would sign you. Whereas now, it's uh, are there any labels, and, and we, we were lucky to find them. So that, that's that's the hardest. But 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 it's good because it means you know, everyone else doing it. Um, it's because they want to do it, despite all the hardship, and um, and means the way the way you do it now is just by building networks with other bands and uh, yeah, just just helping each other out. Um, and, and, and it always comes back. Um, yeah, if you, if, you, if you help a band get a gig or let them support you, you know, they'll always come back. You know, they'll think of you when they when they're putting a big hometown gig on. So um, yeah. Which are your personal two favourite albums of all time and what have they meant to you personally? Getting off the top of my head, I'd probably pick um, Lionheart by Saxon. Um, Saxon, obviously, kind of Judas Priest, I made in generation, but this album came out in the 2000s. You know, I remember just being a teenager and, and um, it, was, it was still the kind of CD era and you'd go into the shop and you'd, you'd pick a random CD and take it, you know, buy it, take it home. And... The, and um, yeah, and it's just an incredible album by a band sort of 35 years into a career. Like, I, I couldn't believe that a band could put something out so so strong and fresh and, you know, totally up-to-date production. Um, and, um, yeah, it's pretty much been my, my biggest influence. Um, um, yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend it to anyone. Um, it, it's, um, yeah, it's just classic British heavy metal, but with this kind of European power metal production and um, there's not a bad song on it it's, it's just and it's just so heavy and hard hit and hard hitting um, and it was really inspirational to see, to see a band that had been in business so long just putting out something as good as their classic 80s stuff so that was a big inspiration Metallica and Justice for All just because that was the first album I bought um, that and Power State by and Maiden like, um, those are the first two albums i any metal albums I bought, and they, yeah, just from then on, there's no turning back. Like I, I pretty much ditched all the other stuff I was listening to before, like Nirvana. Um, so yeah, um, you asked me for two, but I, yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm giving you Saxon Lionheart 
I just forgot about Metallica and Power Slave I made. Can you tell me from your time with the band what has been the most memorable concert you've played so far? Because, I mean, you've supported some diverse acts within the metal genre, haven't you? From Warbringer to everyone else. Um, yeah. Which would you say has been the most memorable concert, though? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I think playing High Voltage Festival 2011, um, I mean, we were on the Metal Hammer stage and quite a few stages, but just being part of, part of a day that had Judas Priest headlining and um, Queensryche and Slash and Tin Lizzy, you know, it was, um, yeah, moments like that where you were just so, so happy and you sort of dream come, dream come true feeling. Um, and um, yeah, I suppose supporting Saxon Sepultura, also sort of unbelievable, unreal moments. Um, but I'd also have to mention um, Primitive. We had a sort of comeback gig. You know, we, we took a year and a half out just to rebuild the band and, and make a, make a new album, just so we could come back with, with something fresh and new songs and you know, something to sort of hype hype up the band um, after a long. After a long break, um, we, we did this gig at the Black Heart in Camden, which is quite quite an intimate venue. But um, yeah, we yeah the, the night yeah, it was it was just rammed. It was, it was almost sold out. And yeah, there's there so many positive vibes and just everyone having a great time. The band having a great time. Um, yeah, it, it just it just really meant a lot to come back after after a long time. Yeah, to take out and um, and just to be greeted by you know full house and. Just, yeah, smiles all around. Yeah, as well as supporting big bands, I'd say our sort of comeback gig at the Black Heart in Camden, um, releasing Night Brings Insanity was one that I remember fondly. And yeah, we, we played almost sort of two hours and so many, so many sort of favourite Primitive songs. And yeah, we tried to cover it all, and um, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, and you know, it was it's kind of nights like that where you know it's a direct consequence of putting in the hard work in the first place. Can you tell me why we should buy the calling? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not an impartial guy, but um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a great album. Um, like, something which was really cool, making this album is, um, and, and, and yeah, making an album in general is that, you know, you, you, know, you, 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 you reach out to people all over the world um, to, to kind of make it. Um, so, um, you know, we messaged a producer in Germany who, um, who we wanted to to reamp it, um, you know, reamp the guitars, mix it, master it, and um, yeah, he, he agreed to it. And, um, and yeah, it's just fun working with someone you've never met before, but then you just, you just hit it off, and you, you maybe even though you're communicating by email, it's um, so you know, I'm going for tangent, but um, the, the producer did a fantastic job. We couldn't be couldn't be happier. We had a guy called Claudio Bergamin, who did the Jews Priest album um, cover. He, he did our cover again. We couldn't be happier. Basically, all the people, the, um, people who engineered it, produced it, uh, mixed it. Um, the guys who did the music video with, you know, it's all people we just got in touch with and just hit it off with. And everyone involved has done a fantastic job. Um, so many people outside the band, um, you know, help make it, help, help bring it to life. And um, yeah, I think calling it's it's a great musical journey there's so many different songs and yeah it, it's um yeah it's uh it's um we're very proud of them and um yeah we, we'd like for you to listen to it uh what do you say primitized 
motto in life is? Well, without saying, sort of sounding cliche, I'd say sort of kind of you know, keep writing, never give up. I mean, um, I think anyone in a sort of band trying to make it make it themselves, they know that you just got to keep going no matter what. And that part, you know, part of what comes with it is that there's always going to be you know things popping out of nowhere that threaten to derail everything. And you know, you just got to deal with these issues. You've got to just keep a clear head and just keep going. Um, so yeah, I kind of never give up, keep keep fighting is, um, is our motto because you know it's the only way you can get to the finish line despite all the stuff that gets thrown at you. So yeah, <laughs> sorry Brilliant. for the cliche. Okay, so I've just got five questions now, quick fire round. Festival or small intimate gig? I say festival because. Uh, <laughs> Our, our, our small intimate gig to festival ratios. Um, yeah, we get plenty of small gigs, so yeah, the festival would be nice. Vinyl or digital? Ah, uh, vinyl, yeah. Bloodstock or download? Bloodstock. Bacon sandwich or lager? Uh, it's lager. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a bit daft at the end. Donald Trump or the Swedish chef in the Muppets? I think I'm going to go with Swedish chef. Can you give us some Always. final words? For our listeners and your fans. Thanks to everyone. Um, that's why we're still here in 2018. Which, yeah, it's um, kept us going. Um, yeah, thanks to thanks to you, Seb, and thanks to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Um, yeah, um, your support means a lot, and yeah, it's 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 our it's what keeps us going. It's it's, it's the reward for all our work, and um, yeah, all the best. And I hope to see you out on the road. Check out our music. Um, hope you enjoy. Hey there, there, this is Serge from Primitive. You're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown. Meltdown.